Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back. This is episode six of The Gilded City. Uh, we really, really hope that you've been enjoying... <laughs> God damn it. Uh, we really hope you've been enjoying this show so far. Um, <laughs> uh, please let us know that you have been enjoying the show uh, by uh, leaving this video a like, uh, subscribing to the channel, uh, sharing this with people who you think will like it. Uh, uh, go ahead and comment below, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, what your favorite part of this show so far has been. Um and of course, if you're listening to this as a podcast, again, uh, uh, you know, follow the podcast, share it with people who you think would like it, uh, leave us ratings um, wherever you're listening to this on. Um, everything, every little bit you do helps out. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram um, at the Rollers Guild. Uh, no, sorry, at Rollers Guild DMD. Uh, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, links uh, obviously down in the description. Um, but uh, uh, with all that being said, um, we'll go ahead and jump into tonight's episode. After breaking into the Wilmington Manor and gathering some information for Vinny and Freedom, you all hurried back to Butcher's Butcher. Uh, however, you were cut off in transit by a dangerous agent for the Watchful Order. After a difficult fight, you managed to kill him and evading the police, uh, made it back to Vinny's hideout where you discovered a Mind Flayer tadpole had been living inside the agent. After that disturbing piece of information was uncovered, uh, you regrouped at Janara's house where Freedom came to meet you and explained that she was more than simply a lieutenant for Vinny. She has her own goals, namely to drive out the capitalist corruption of Waterdeep. And with it being an election year, she knows it's important to start making big moves soon. Uh, you all agreed to help her, some of you with a fair bit of trepidation, um, but regardless, uh, uh, Freedom uh, thanks, uh, thanked you all uh, for being willing to help and had just started telling you that the first move towards her plan 
uh, must be against Ovina Bloodkeep, the CEO of Bloodkeep Textiles. Um, so that is where we left off. Um, so uh, freedom is still there. You're all in Janara's kitchen, sort of gathered around the island in, in the middle of the kitchen. Um, and she says, um, so uh, as I was saying, um, the business elite of, of this city and, and of the Sword Coast Federation as a whole have an incredible amount of power. And that has led to um, widespread tyranny and, and corruption. Um, as I was saying, I think Waterdeep is at a tipping point. And if we can move things enough in the right direction, we might be able to change things for the better. But it's going to be difficult. Uh, I strongly believe that there is a cabal of, of powerful business executives that are basically um, working together to keep things moving in their favor. Uh, I know, thanks to what you all did earlier tonight, that they've got the watchful order in their pocket, apparently. I suspect that the police are also in their pocket. And I know, thanks to a friend of mine, that many of the magisters of the city are also in their pocket. So moving against them will not be easy, especially with um, link, their links to powerful politicians in the Purity Coalition. But I believe there is a way forward. Uh, my friend that I just mentioned um, is a magister. They are a fairly highly ranked magister, um, disliked by most of the other uh, magisters in the city, as they are one of the few non-corrupt ones. Um, but they have the favor of the open lord herself. So, my proposal is this. If we can get information of evidence of illegal activity to my friend, they might be the one person in this city willing to prosecute these people. Okay. Um, then we're going to start with Blood Keith. Right now, Blood Keith is the only person I know for sure. I have, I suspect, many other members of the business elite involved in this scheme, but thanks to you and the information you were able to recover about the bribes, I know for a fact that Blood Keith is one of them. So that is why I'm saying we start with Bloodkeep. And my hope is not only are, will you be able to get sufficient incriminating information about Bloodkeep, but also you may be able to get information about who else is involved in this. I, I don't want to keep going if anybody has 
questions or, or concerns for me. All right. Well, I don't want to, I, I want to consult with my friend first before we start making actual moves. Um, but the way I see it, what makes the most sense is getting into Bloodkeith Textiles um, corporate offices, which are here in the city. Um, I'm sure somewhere in the corporate offices, you may be able to find the information we need to move forward. But getting this information, breaking into these corporate offices and stealing this information will likely not be easy. So there, it may be wise to take some preliminary steps to gather information, to uh, bolster your um, positions and so on before before trying to directly break into the corporate offices. But I mean, if you all feel confident that you're able to do it, then you can do it. Um, well, Nix, I mean, you work there, don't you? Yeah. Do I know where the corporate offices are? Like, um, are they attached to the factory? The corporate office offices are not attached to the factory you work in. Okay. Uh, the corporate offices are located in the castle ward, which is where most of the government buildings are. It's where most of the banks are. And it's also where, it's where uh, the Waterdeep Times uh, uh, offices are. Um, and it's got a lot of like corporate business, um, like office uh, uh, type places. Of course, most of the people who work in the corporate offices never visit the factory. Um, okay. So. Um, even if, and even if Nix doesn't know exactly where the corporate offices are, I mean, the information of the building's location would not be, would not be like, this great mystery that you have to solve. Like, the, it's a corporate office. It's right. in the middle of this huge city. Like, it would not necessarily be something that would be too difficult to find the building. It's just the process of, like, what you have to do to prepare to break in is basically what Freedom well, is saying. I'm sure I could arrange a meeting. Yeah, maybe highlighting a member in the office, a little expose piece, day in the life sort of thing. Yeah, of course. Hmm. That you is. Could just, you could just interview Nix. I'm not that important. We're trying to. You work for the same. No. Yeah, I un I I untangle thread and fix machines. I don't work in the corporate world. I don't know anyone oh. who works in the corporate world besides, I guess, some of you guys. Um. Yes. Perhaps using journalistic endeavors as an opportunity to scope out the building would be a, a, a wise course of action. Um, certainly, uh, yeah, you could, we could stand to learn a lot about what's in there. But uh, the way I see it, the way I see it, we basically need, if we're going to steal something from inside, 
something this important, I would imagine that evidence of of lawbreaking would be kept under, you know, lock and key. It would not be something easily accessible. So the way I see it, we need basically four pieces of information before we move in. But this is my perspective. You all may have different ideas and um, I'm not trying to be, I don't want to be completely directive about what to do, despite the fact that I'm the one bringing this to your attention. You've agreed to work with me and I'd rather, it was a partnership than a. Sure, sure, sure. Awesome you got community. ideas. We can bounce off your yeah. ideas. Yeah, you do keep saying break the law and <laughs> illegal quite a lot. Don't listen to those words. What? That's kind of hard to ignore those words. Don't They're listen big, to them. Powerful words. Oh. Well, would it really be breaking the law for you? You have the money. You can pay them off. That's not about money, it's word gets out, and the family name, and it's a big old complicated thing, right? You've got masks. Away. You were an accomplice to murder this <laughs> night. I think we've crossed that line. And this is coming from Penny. Listen, All of it can be pushed away. It's okay. Well, I don't feel so confident. I, I don't, I don't. Sure. I, I, I appreciate the support, but I also, I don't there's there is risk to this for for everybody involved um but i and i do appreciate you all agreeing but it, just be aware of the there are risks moving forward but the way i see it you need four pieces of information before we can really um before we can pull this off at, with the highest chance of success um First of all, the building, uh, the, the security for the building would be important information to obtain. Um, Ludkeith Textiles uh, contracts out to a private security firm. So finding out about what the security situation in the building is would be helpful. Finding out about what staff are likely to be in the building during what time. Um, that could help you either find a way to blend into the crowd if you try to do it during the day, or it could let you know when the building will be most empty if you try to do it at night. I mean, there's lots of different ways we could try to take this. Um, a floor plan of the building would, of course, be incredibly helpful. Uh, this is something that could partially be achieved via um, Penny and Octavia going in to interview uh, uh, people in, in the building, but um, also uh, uh, all construction projects have to log floor plans with the city records. That being said, corporate private construction projects Though they, though the floor plans have to be logged, they do not have to be readily available to the public. So if you were trying to get floor plans from the city records, there may be 
you there might be some convincing or sneaking in or or that sort of thing to do that. Um, and finally, I think scouting out the area around the corporate offices and seeing what you all can discover in what well, what we all can discover in terms of getaway routes. Um, uh, what are the what's the situation with the nearby buildings? What's you know that sort of thing. And then uh, those are sort of the four things in terms of the building. But I, I do have another another thing that may help. Um, and she, she's, like I said, she's wearing like, she put, she put on like a, a, a black overcoat um, and she, she's worn it this whole time. Uh, and she reaches into an inside pocket of the overcoat and, and pulls out a letter uh, and lays it on the, on the, um, on the table and says, this is a letter of introduction to an acquaintance of mine um, named, well, I don't know if it's, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know if it's uh, his real name, but um, the name he goes by, uh, Snack. Um, snack? Snack. Uh, like, he, like hors d'oeuvres, like... Um, he just spells it with a single C at the end. What is an hors d'oeuvre? It's this, uh, here, I'll... I'll tuck that one away. We'll fix that. Snack is... Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Petty, you write about restaurant openings. How do you not know what I... <laughs> <or germs are>? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never said that I fancy wine restaurant. Listen, That's... you know, you've said that you've seen some of my pieces before. Yeah. I'm sure... Okay. Seen the types of things I've written about. I, I suppose that's true. I just read a lot of restaurant reviews, so she's not a critic. I, but <laughs> top ten <laughs> restaurant, <laughs> top ten water deep restaurant restrooms that you should go to before you die. <laughs> top top ten restaurant uh, waiting room. <laughs> I never actually got into the restaurant. <laughs> Oh, well, come with me sometime. We'll get in. No, we won't be doing that. <laughs> well, we're, we're. Um, this is a letter of introduction to an acquaintance of mine named Snack, Snack, as I was saying. Snack is a, um, operates a, an illegal, uh, enchantment business. He, as you might imagine, uh, getting licenses to um, operate a, a magically um, inclined establishments is expensive and usually barred to poorer folk. Snack is a talented enchanter, um, but has to work illegally out of um, he 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 runs a he runs a a pawn shop and does enchanting on the side for people who know about the side business that he trusts. This letter of introduction will get you in the door, but I cannot guarantee that he will be willing to enchant something for you with just with this letter of introduction. He may need something more from you, but getting some enchantment 
uh, enchantments provided to you could could prove useful. His his services could prove useful. Has Tanar heard of him before? Like, I feel like like maybe people talking about him in the make bar. a um. We'll say make a make a, a history check. Um, Never mind. I got so, it too. Jannar hasn't heard of him before. Um, but the reason for that may be, as Freedom uh, uh, Freedom starts to say, um, he operates out of the Undercliff Ward um, in, in the neighborhoods there. So uh, his address is, is, is on here. If you give him this letter, he'll at least talk to you from there. You know, it's up to you to convince him that um, you are deserving customers. Okay. But those are all the ideas I have. I don't know if any of you have anything. And as, as I said, I would prefer to wait until I've spoken with my friend and the magisters, my, my magister friend, before we move forward with anything. I just wanted to lay out the information I the information ideas I have now. Um, is there a way that you can get in contact with us? Ah, yes. Uh, sorry, I forgot about that. Um, she reaches into another pocket, pulls out a pair of, uh, pulls out a stone. Um, this is a sending stone. It is magically bound to another to a stone that I have in my possession, and it will allow whoever holds this stone and myself to communicate with each other, um, send short messages to each other. Uh, I don't know who wants to hold on to this end, but, and she places it on the island. Well, should probably be someone with a magic license just in case we get caught. Whoever's the most responsible. Nope, not Artemis. <laughs> I mean, I send messages and stuff all the time. Like, you you need to... Listen, I'm going to start, like, reaching forward to grab it. Listen, I'm really good at talking to people. Yeah, yeah but so you're just... Uh, Bowman is going to take his... Bowman's going to take his crowbar out and slam it right before Artemis' <laughs> hands. <laughs> blocking him. All right, all right. I get it. I get it. I have the picture or get the message. That... <clears throat> yep. Please don't hit me with that. I, th I, I think that one of the reporters should probably have it. Not me. I'm not touching it. Sounds good. Sounds good. One of the one of the reporters <clears throat> should have yes, it. I'll I'll take I'll take care of that. And Very well. should we need someone else to use it, I'm happy to hand it off. Very well. Um, As we've been talking about, you know, literally everything this entire conversation, like, what's the vibe from Freedom? Freedom? Like, is she someone, is she trustworthy? Make an insight check. Or is she, is there another scheme that she's, like, laying, trying to pull over us is basically what I'm looking for. Ooh, pretty darn good, I think. Insight for 21. She has seemed very earnest with you. Um, 
you do, you do get the sense that she is keeping some stuff close to the chest, but you don't you get the sense that it's not it's not the it's not sort of like it's basically that she's she's just not trying she's trying not she doesn't want to divulge every single detail of her personal experience and life and all that stuff. Um, uh, uh, so there, and, and there are some details she's left out. She hasn't told you the name of the organization she's with. She's not told you really who the other members of this organization are. She, she hasn't, you know, there's, there is a lot of stuff she hasn't told you, but she seems fairly earnest in her desire to make things better. And she does seem earnest to you in wanting to, to help all of you but she seems er she seems earnest in this idea of making a partnership with you to accomplish this. Right. She doesn't seem like the kind of person that's currently going to turn around and throw a dagger at me. She does not seem Literally. like that type of that type of person. Cool. Um, you you and you and and with a twenty one, I'll also tell you, you you know you you're getting kind of a different vibe off of her in this setting than you were getting when she was with Vinny. Um, sure. Kind you know, she had to put on a different, you know, for lack of a better term, a different hat, right, when she was with Jenny. But this seems to be, she seems to be more, more open and earnest while still keeping a lot to herself. Great. One, one more if I can, while I'm looking at people. Um, does, does Penny look like the kind of person that will turn around and throw a knife at me. Make an insight check. <laughs> uh, Penny, uh, uh, go ahead and roll me a deception check too. Um, just, just, it's, this is just to see how, whether or not Artemis is able to get a good read on you or not. Not because you're actually actively trying to lie or anything like that. 13. 13? 15. 15. Uh, Penny, does Artemis, when Artemis looks at you, does he see somebody who is likely to turn around and stab him in the back at the nearest opportunity? I don't think so. Okay. There All you right. go. Good to know. Penny would ever stab someone. <laughs> yeah. I, I Currently, knives are not my thing right now, so. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's uh, my big concern. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, and... Penny, you know, obviously correct me if anything I say here is wrong, but you, but Artemis, you sort of get the sense that, like, Penny does have sort of very, like, strong personality, and uh, uh, Penny is very, very much doesn't necessarily want to be doing all of this, but sort of has this, like, sense that she should. <laughs> does, does that sound about right, Penny? Good. Okay. Cool. Um, do I know, or is it public knowledge, I guess, or at least EPA knowledge that Ovina Bloodkeith is against us? Um, I would say that probably uh, go ahead and roll me an insight check 14 14 
It's not bad. Um, I would say that the EPA doesn't necessarily hasn't necess- necessarily had any direct sort of conversation or confrontation or anything like that regarding Ovina blood teeth particularly, but the EPA does generally know that most most powerful business interests are against against opening up the vote to more people. Um, it's the the EPA the EPA has this has a sort of understanding that it's a, it's an interesting and difficult line to walk because on the one hand you have the people who are rich and powerful because they're business owners and they have no interest in increasing the vote but on the other hand you have people who are rich and powerful because they are landed nobility and they are interested in increasing the right to vote to decrease but, the right but as a member of the EPA, you would also know not out of, for the most part, not out of the goodness of their hearts, but because their power has been overtaken by the power of the business interests. And they believe that by backing the right to vote, it will make them popular enough to rise to power again. Um, And so the EPA has a very complicated relationship with. The enemies of your enemies are your friends. Right. But so long way around to say um, Ovina is not necessarily somebody that you in the EPA have had specific conversations about, but is somebody that, you know, is well known as a powerful business interest. So is assumed to be aligned against the Equal Participation Association. Um. Um, so you're all gathered around this, uh, the, the island, um, freedom has, you know, put all this information out there. Um, at this point it's well past midnight. It's, it's wee hours in the morning. Um, and you know, you're, you've all, it's been a long day, uh, and particularly a long evening at this point. And freedom also looks tired and says, um, Unless there's anything else, um, perhaps this is a good place to leave to leave it for the evening. If we do need to gather together again, is this a good spot, Janara? Or should we find somewhere else to meet? No, here is fine. Um well, tomorrow then, uh, I will try to uh, get away from um, stuff with Vinny for a little bit and go see my magistrate friend. Um, and Octavia, I will I will contact you when I um, when I'm able to have a conversation with my magistrate magistrate friend, um, so we can start moving forward with this. Um, <clears throat> uh, about what time do you think you will be calling? us together again next. I'm not sure. I it Again, I have to go speak to my magistrate friend and then go from there. Um, I sort of laid out what I think might be a good course of action. Um, as soon as I get the okay from my, as, as soon as I talk to my magistrate friend, as long as they are on board with prosecuting Ovina Bloodkeith, 
Um, I mean, I will let you all know, and then we can all meet together again then, or you all can just move forward with sort of taking care of some of those items, but um, we can, I trust you all to make that decision and then let me know. Okay. Should we exchange information so we're able to reach each other? Um, yes, I would advise at least exchanging um, addresses or, or locations that uh, letters can be sent to at the very least so that you can um, speak with each other. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to jot down my address. Great. Yeah, I assume everybody sort of jots <laughs> down their, their addresses and locations. What is Bowman? What information does Bowman provide for how to get in contact with them? Dark Ward. That's Just it? The coast. The, the Dark Ward. That's a really big place. Usually if you look underneath the docks, if it's warm. But if it's not, look in the boats with the lights that are turned off. You can find me usually in there. There's <laughs> hundreds of boats. What? Can't you just give us like your the number of your apartment or your house? Doc Ward. You know, some Doc Doc Ward's specific enough. Is there perhaps a bar you frequent, Bowman? That is there. I don't know the name. I can't remember the name of the bar that we usually go to. Uh, so I don't know, I don't know that you ever said that you, a specific bar that you usually went to, I know the bar Janar usually goes to is Stevedore Steins, which is popular with dock workers, so that could be the bar that you frequent, or it could be a different one. Um, do you think Stevedore Steins would be the one that you frequent most often, or? Just for the sake of not trying to make one up on the spot, let's go with that. <laughs> oh, great. So, um, very well. Um, well, uh, this seems like a good place to leave for the evening. Um, I'm going to depart. Uh, I would advise that not everybody leaves all at the same time. Um, spacing out your departures may be prudent. Have a good evening. Uh, you too. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, she nods to all of you and sees herself out, uh, leaving all of you alone with each other for a moment. Um, if there's anything you want to discuss uh, uh, privately without freedom, or if not, uh, we can skip ahead to the next day. Well, we should still perhaps we should divvy up uh, all the art magical items. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. She left a crap ton of crap behind. I don't think it's crap. But... <laughs> stuff. Goodies. Well, ben, could you remind us what was there? Yes. So uh, uh, the items that Freedom got for you as sort of a, uh, a down payment on helping her uh, were um, a pair of boots of elven kind, a 
periapt of wound closure, a single dose of potion of fire giant strength, um, Piatome's ointment, a drift globe, and a pearl of power. So those are the six items that you've got. Would okay. would anyone mind if I take the boots of Elvenkind? I'm kind of loud, and that could help. We'll go for it. Yeah, okay. take them. Um. Bowman, uh, uh, these boots are um. You you take off your like current boots, which are old and tattered and have multiple holes in them and have basically no arch support anymore and you put on the boot these boots of elven kind which are like you put them on and you're like oh this is what shoes are supposed to feel like <laughs> oh i don't necessarily have a preference um well, anybody Tomorrow and I are the squishiest. Yeah. <laughs> so one of us should probably get the wound closure, but I feel like she's probably more uh, likely to be in the action, so. <laughs> well, there's... What's the ointment do again? It protects you from, like, poison and disease and stuff. The ointment has also has magical... Uh, uh, healing properties. So it, um, hold on. You, I, I just looked it up. Uh, you regain 2d8 plus two hit points. You are no longer poisoned and you're cured of any disease. So which one would you like? And I'll take the other one. Well, I, I would kind of like the pearl of power or the drift globe, actually. Um, yeah, so the ointment, and I'll say, I'll say you've got basically, um, uh, you've got the full amount of doses of this ointment, which is five. So you've got five doses of of this ointment, which heals when applied uh, uh, as as an action, heals two d eight plus two, and cures hit points and diseases. Would it be okay if I took the periapt of wound closure? Go for it. Great. Uh, the Pearl of Power should go to a spellcaster, so yeah. I think it makes sense. For so, yeah, take the spell. Would you? I'm not. I want it. I'm well, saying a spellcaster should have it, but is it me? Okay. I have like two spots. Artemis, would you like it? Oh, yeah, Octavia, you can you take it. I mean, I'm not going to turn it down for sure, but if you if you want it, if you want it, you call it first. Right, Go I'll for it. I'll take the pearl of power. So ointment, fire giant strength, drift, and drift globe. Who can't see anything? I can't see anything. You should take the drift globe. Yeah. We now all know how strong I am, so if we want to make me even stronger. 
<laughs> Do you uh, want the the potion? Sure. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll like take the potion. Then that leaves me with the ointment. Yes. I didn't forget anything. Yeah, that's okay. correct. Is that good with you? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know what I was what like which one would be good for the best for me so I was just gonna take whatever was left sure that works I'm gonna be so strong for an hour <laughs> I mean I'm going to I'm be just, just as strong as I always am <laughs> very excited to see this tuck that away do you mind if I take a picture when you do <laughs> listen as a rule you may always take pictures of me. <laughs> I would ask that you try to make me look good, but I understand sometimes a bad picture is possible. It's rare, but um, I'm 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 man enough to admit that sometimes I don't look perfect. Um, that got awkward and silent. <laughs> <laughs> no one's like, no, no. Artemis reaches no, behind never. into like his fanny pack of magical instrument holding, pulls out out of nowhere. It looks like for everyone else, it looks like he pulls it like out of his ass, just this <laughs> violin and just starts quietly <laughs> amusing himself. There you go. Yeah, uh, the sound of violin music fills the kitchen and uh, drifts through the Darling Manor um, in the wee hours of the morning. Um, unless there's anything else anybody wants to do tonight, we can go ahead and say that you, one by one, depart from the Darling Manor. And yes, Bowman. Bowman's gonna follow Artemis home. <laughs> This is so funny. I was going to say Artemis is going to wait until Bowman leaves. Stealthfully. Okay, so first of all, there's this awkward moment like everybody else has left and Bowman and Artemis are both like, why don't you go next? Not like, no, no, no. I, I, I insist and back and forth and back and forth for, for a while. Um, uh, eventually, what I, what I'll say is, uh, uh, Bowman, you're smart enough to know that Artemis definitely seems to be waiting until you leave. Mm -hmm. So you leave first. Make a stealth check for me. So with the Elven boots, I get an advantage on stealth checks, mm -hmm. and <laughs> that was a non-nat twenty. Awesome. Okay, you Artemis, you wait a few minutes. Bowman, you hide nearby in some bushes because this part of town has all sorts of uh, uh, beautiful, well-kept, um, you know, trees and bushes and, and, and streets and benches and stuff. So you find a bush to, to hide behind. Um, Artemis, uh, you eventually depart um, the Darling Manor uh, uh, as well. Oh. Yeah. I meant to like see where Bowman goes as well, but probably I had wanted to finish the song. Lost sure. Track of him. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Um, yep, I'm gonna head back to the maiden's watch gaze days. Gaze. Sword gaze. maiden's gaze. I know where I live. <laughs> Rent. 
Um, yes, uh, uh, Artemis, you start heading back towards your hotel. It's quite a bit. It's it's a it's a bit of a trek um, to get there, uh, uh, especially at this time of night because the trolleys aren't going. Um, so it's kind of just you, the rare occasional police officer who occasionally like give you a weird look, but you look wealthy enough so they don't really bother you. Them. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know, and also the, you do see the, um, the automaton street cleaners are still, uh, hard at work, um, um, getting the streets cleaned for the, for the next day. Uh, and Bowman, you, uh, will say, but that non-natural 20 continue following, um, Artemis, um, very, very sneakily. Uh, Artemis, what's your passive perception? I think it's 15, 14. So... You know, unless unless Artemis was feeling particularly jumpy, uh, I don't think he would have any uh, any reason to look around. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, Bowman, you follow Artemis. Um, he heads all the way across the Sea Ward, uh, 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 which is where the um, mansions and estates of the inherited no nobility are, into the North Ward, where the um, you know where where rich business interests um, have their have their houses typically, but also like up and coming wealthy folks uh, uh, live here. But also a number of of grand hotels are in this part of town, um, and you do eventually see Artemis reach um, one such hotel, which is the Sword Maiden's Gaze, uh, located across from the um, the head of one of the many statues of uh, uh, many, many giant statues that dot the city. Um, being the sword maiden, um, directly across from the direction she's looking. So, uh, I don't know if you wanted to stop Artemis before he went inside, or you just wanted to see where he went. Um, I'm I'm seeing where he went. Uh, I I presume there's probably like a small business, like uh, basically, Art Bowman uh, is gonna find a small area where he can take the hammock that he has bound up in his coat pocket and set it up. You know. That he has it for the summertime. Set it up sure. and sleep for the night. Sure. Um, make a. We'll say make a uh, uh make a investigation check or a perception check to see if you can find a good spot to string up your hammock. That's not super obvious. Um, because that that would be vagrancy, and you would get in trouble with the law for that. Uh, fourteen. 14. Um, yes, let me roll something. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, you, um, you go, you, like, find sort of an alley around the back of the hotel that Artemis went in, and you, you, like, you find a spot where, uh, uh <laughs> there's, like, a spot behind this, like, there's, like, this huge, like, old, like, wooden, um, like compost box that's currently completely empty and so you like go inside it and string your hammock up inside it and um again out back behind the behind the hotel and uh settle in for the night so um i take it from that bowman is not planning on going to work tomorrow <laughs> bowman just got paid his week's worth of salary that's fair so he can afford it that's fair um yeah uh, great. So, you all go to bed for the night. Uh, anybody who is 
trying to get up at their usual time in the morning uh, is going to suffer a point of exhaustion, um, which gives you disadvantage on ability checks. Um, uh, Nyx, I, I don't know if you were planning on actually going to work today. Oh, yeah. So you do have a point of exhaustion when you get up in the morning for work. Do I get my hit points back slash spell slots? Not that I'm going to use them, but... Uh, uh, no, because you didn't complete a long rest um, if you were still getting up at your normal time in the morning. Um, but you use hit dice? You could yeah. use hit dice uh, uh, if you wanted to. You could, you could burn a short rest, but... Uh, great. Um, so we'll go through, you know, sort of what people are intending to do on this next day. Um, so, uh, uh, next, let's go ahead and, and start with you, what you're planning to do today, exhausted as you are. Yep. Um, what's next doing? Going to work. Great. Gotta pick up with did I finish unraveling? I believe you finished unraveling okay. the thread. Okay. Um, your uh, your latest project at work is um, one of the machines. Like a a lot of the there there something happened inside one of the machines, and like a bunch of gears just completely flew off and all over the place. So you've got to get in there and like put all the gears back together and figure out why it happened to begin with and all that stuff so perfect um so that's your project for yep. the day um so you're working on that uh, uh if you're just if you're just basically doing your normal work day because you are exhausted i am gonna need a constitution saving throw for you uh, from you to stay awake <laughs> whoops uh seven seven <laughs> oh. oh so you are like waist deep and right now Nyx wants to stay employed so that she can sneak around so this is not good <laughs> so you yeah you've got this side panel of this machine open your your like just your legs are sticking out of oh, the of the machine on um, because you were you like climbed in there to try to like do stuff with gears and you were like starting to doze and you tried this keep focused and keep doing it and you kept dozing and eventually you just like passed out inside the machine again just your legs sticking out of the machine uh, I'm gonna go ahead and roll to see if number one if anybody discovers you and number two who that person might be if you are discovered. So um, we will say, I'm gonna roll a d20. Um, if I roll a, a 15 to 20, you are not found before you wake up. 10 to 15, uh, you are found by a, we'll say a sympathetic coworker. Um, Five to ten, you are found by your direct supervisor. And That's one to five, stuff. you are found by the factory head. So uh, uh, that is that is what we are working with here. Um, so place your bets, folks. You? 
That is a nine. Your direct supervisor finds you. Fuck. <laughs> so uh, you, um, you're dozing, you're dozing. Uh, suddenly you hear, Lefrey, what on earth are you doing? Uh, there's part stuck way down here. I got stuck. Make a deception check for me. <laughs> I'm really good at those. Fifteen. Inside check for Disa. All right, well, you need me to help you out of there? Yes. Uh, you feel hands grab your ankles, and with a joint, you're pulled out by your uh, direct supervisor. Uh, once again, this is uh, Disa. Um, uh, uh, she is a, uh, a dwarven woman um, with, you know, court curly red hair, grease stains covering her work apron and stuff, and she's like, you got to be careful climbing into... Uh, Big machines like that. You're real small. Lucky I saw you before uh, we tried putting this back on the floor and starting it back up. Yes. Yes. Very lucky. Thank you so much for for helping me. You okay, Lefri? You look mm -hmm. a little uh, under oh, the weather today. My, uh, I, I, got, I got some family that's sick and they were up all night, so I didn't sleep very much. All right. Well, get back to work. Time yep. is money, as the boss always says. Sure thing. Uh, and she heads off. I'm gonna just ch -ch -ch -ch. great. Go find a, a like bathroom and splash water on my face if I can find a bathroom. Great. Uh, uh, you make it the rest of your shift uh, without incident. <gasps> Do I fix the machine? Um. Ro let's let's roll for it. Uh, uh, we're gonna hold, go ahead and roll a tinkerer's tools check. Um, is that still an ability check? So that would be yes, it's still an ability check. Uh, uh, yeah, d twenty plus. Um, we'll say for this one, it would be more dexterity than intelligence. So um, plus dexterity plus if you're proficient in tinkerer's tools, proficiency. Well, I rolled a five and a nine, so disadvantage. So that's a 10. A 10. Uh, unfortunately, you don't get it fully back together today. You lost some valuable time with your nap, and you're just kind of out of it and not uh, having a hard time focusing. So you make a little bit of progress, but you don't you don't finish working on this machine today. But um, at the end of your day, um, do you head straight home, or is there something else that you were um, I kind of, if, I guess, it, at, during a break or something along, the, or maybe at the end of the day, I just, mm -hmm. I'm gonna start taking a route around the factory that allows me to, like, walk past the, like, factory director's office, just to, like, like, sure. listen as I'm going, but I, I'm just kind of trying to make that normal for me. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So the factory director's office is up on the second floor, so it maybe doesn't make a ton of sense to... I'm trying to get exercise. Way, do it on your way out, but maybe on your lunch break, yeah, yeah you could you could say, you know, if anybody asks, you could say, oh, I'm just taking a, taking a little 
you know, stretching my legs on my break or whatever. Right. Um, go ahead. So you said you're going to try to listen as you pass yeah. by his office. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. With, With disadvantage. That's still a 16. 16, not bad. Um, yeah, you you pass by the office. Um, 16 is good, um, but uh, 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 there's not much of note to hear at this time. You, you as you pass by, you, you just hear you just hear him saying. You hear him talking to um, to somebody else. He's saying something along the lines of, uh, "Well, you go ahead and uh, send send that send that back on right on back to my cousin. Uh, uh, let her know that uh, uh, we are." We are right on top of our quotas this month. Um, and that's all you hear as you sort of pass by. So sure. great. Anything else for next? Mm, no, I'm gonna on my way home, I'm gonna stop by. Brodor Big Toe was that? Uh, the the yeah yeah um Brodor the, the yeah. leader of your group of yeah. EPA yeah um and I'm just gonna say hey uh, ah Nick's good to yeah. see you again how you doing I'm doing okay I'm doing okay uh, I just came by to make a another little donation i've been doing some extra work around town and just wanted to pass along oh some. well yeah come on in come on in and he sort of you know you know you 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 come inside um the epa doesn't have like yeah. an office uh so you just you, you know you went to his house um as you come as you you know you come inside you do see uh uh, uh you know his his he he lives in like kind of a small shack in Undercliff, uh, in the Undercliff ward. Um, you know he's got one main room that serves as kitchen and dining room and living room and uh, uh and bedroom for the two young uh, uh dwarves uh, that you see um on the floor. They look uh you know five or six. You you one that looks about five, one looks about six. Uh, and they're playing with like little uh, wooden toys on the floor, um, and then you see sort of uh, uh, in a loft uh, uh, up up top is probably where he's where he and his wife sleep, uh, and you do see his wife also um, over in the kitchen area cooking. Uh, dwarven woman uh, 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 with uh, like him, she's got a sort of dark um, hair, uh, uh, and um, hold on, real quick, let me pop over to his tab. So that I'm not just randomly making up stuff. Uh, yeah, like him, she's got short dark hair, um, probably about a, a little bit above, um, you know, just 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 about where at her jawline uh, for hair length. Um, she's got lighter skin than him. Uh, uh, Brotor has pretty dark skin. Um, her skin is a, is is quite a bit lighter than his, um, and uh, uh, you know she's uh, Brotor is thinner than average for dwarves um uh his wife is is uh, more sturdily built uh like you know like dwarves typically are but um 
yeah, Brotor leads you inside and sort of uh, uh, says, uh, I just got to go up to the uh, go up to the loft to get the EPA lockbox. Give me just a minute. Uh, 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 family, uh, this is this is Nix. Uh, she's uh, she's in the uh, the EPA with me. Uh, Nix, uh, uh, this is uh, this is my lovely family here. Um, if, do you, can we get you anything while you're here? Oh no, I'm just I'm just stopping by uh just uh, to hand this over and also I I heard a tip that I wanted to just let you know about. Oh sure. Let me let me take this upstairs okay. and we can step we can step outside onto the porch and, and talk about what, yeah. what tip you got. Um and he you know he heads up the ladder to the loft. Uh his wife comes over and says he uh he didn't actually introduce our names. Uh <laughs> you know, he sometimes uh, uh loses track of stuff. Uh I am Odhild. Uh pleasure to meet you. Um and uh uh this is uh uh Dagnall and uh and she points to the older sibling, um a, a little girl, and and Adric, the younger sibling. Well, a little boy. It's nice to meet all you guys. Um, Hi, you do stuff with dad? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Sometimes... And they go back to playing with their little wooden okay. toys all immediately. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, are, sorry, are you involved at all with the EPA? I haven't seen it's, you around it's, much. It's, it's, hard. it's hard not to be when uh, when, when your husband's bro tour. Uh, but um i typically don't come out to the to the rallies and and stuff um you know brotor and i sort of talked about it and uh we you know sometimes things get a little dicey with police officers and we got to make sure that at least one of us is there uh for the kids should something happen so i usually don't come to those rallies, this sort of thing. Bro tour is better the public speaking makes it parts than I am. So um at this point Bro Tour sort of comes back down the ladder and says, uh, well, I appreciate the donation. Uh and he has the lockbox and he opens it up. Uh and you see just a scattering of coins and bills in there. There's not a ton. Uh you know that the EPA spends almost as much money as they raise just trying to organize rallies and get the word out and all that stuff so there's not a lot of money uh in this in this organization um how much do you put in the i'm going to drop 40 talons in uh as you do bro tours jaw just slowly drops you like where'd you get you know what yeah i shouldn't ask uh, just extra work. He closes it, locks the box back up. Uh, honey, can you uh, take this back upstairs? Um, Nick's just wanted a word. And Aunt Hild uh, nods and says, Fair and nice to meet you, Nix. Nice uh, to meet you, too. You step outside onto the what he calls the porch, which is just, it's barely a porch. It's like a, a little, a, you know, little wooden landing just outside the door, but it's not. You know, it's like five feet by five feet. Right. Um, but you step outside, says, 
So you said you had a uh, you had a tip about something? Yeah. Um. Have Have you guys been doing much investigation into uh, like the blood keep textile factories or any or the blood keep family? Not in particular. I mean, I know they're wealthy assholes, but um, just heard a tip that we might want to focus some of our rallies around there or just like start looking into that won't put your job at jeopardy will it no no i'll be fine Uh, i'll be fine all right well perhaps we can start having holding some rallies near their uh near their offices or something like that so all right well thank you yeah appreciate it doing all right you look uh you look pretty uh Oh, just long hours, uh, extra job, just kind of. Well, you go home and get some rest. Take care of yourself, all right? Because ain't nobody else going to do it. That's true. All right. You need anything, you let us know. Mm -hmm. And your folks need anything, you let us know. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. Thanks. Um, You say goodbye and go home. Anything else for next? I don't think so. Okay. Um, Great. So uh, uh, we'll go from there um, to uh, 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 let's let's pop over to Janara's house. So um, Janara, uh, uh, in the morning, you know, you get up late so that you could fully recover from the previous night. Um, but uh, 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 as you're starting to get ready for your day, for for whatever plans you might have had for the day, you you do hear a. Uh, uh, Joyce actually comes in and gets you and says, excuse me, um, you've got a visitor. It's, uh, Mr. Davis again. Oh, okay. Um, and you go into the, uh, into the sitting room, um, where you find your, uh, uh, your neighbor, um, uh, Herb Davis. Uh, Herb Davis is a uh, a wealthy human man in his 40s. Uh, he is wearing, um, you know, a very nice suit with long coattails, a little bit tight around the middle, um, and he's got uh, impressive mutton chops. Like, they stick out to here on him. Um, uh, very well uh, groomed and maintained, and his hair's, his hair's brown. Uh, he, you know, the top of his head, his hair's thinning a little bit um you know where did it all go maybe into his mutton shop uh who knows uh but um this is this is herb davis uh your neighbor who is also a uh, a member of the people's vote coalition in the government um and you know you know he's fairly high ranking within the people's vote coalition um so uh, he, he gets up and he says, ah, so good to see you. So good to see you, Janara. How you doing? Not, not bad. Can I get you a drink, Herb? No, no, I, I'm just stopping by a, a real, real quick, you know, uh, don't need to make, don't need to make anything of it. Um, okay. I, I just wanted to, uh, to stop by. Uh, Joyce told me that your, your folks are, are still, uh, out of town on their adventures. Yes, they are. Um, so, uh, I was wondering if you would do me the courtesy of attending, um, 
attending uh, uh, the, uh, <clears throat> hold on, that's not him, that's DM buffering, <laughs> um, of attending the midwinter ball that uh, I will be hosting at my uh, mansion at the end of the month. Um, it would, uh, it would be beneficial to me, obviously, if a representative of one of our city's most prominent families was there, but certainly it could be of benefit to you as well. Good, uh, opportunity to do some, uh, networking with other, uh, members, with members of the government, um, make connections, that sort of thing. I don't know what you are looking to do, uh, uh, you know, um, with your time necessarily moving forward, but, uh, certainly, uh, certainly I think, uh, this could be an excellent opportunity for you. And you, you would of course be, uh, be allowed to bring guests. God, I'm a mess. Uh, you would certainly be, be, uh, permitted to bring guests as long as everybody, uh, wore a, a proper attire for such an event. Okay. All right. In that case, I'll be there, and I may bring a few friends with me. Excellent. Uh, and he, he hands you a very well put together invitation, a nice calligraphy on it. Um, it says, you are invited to the Davis Midwinter Ball. Um, uh, well, I will look forward to seeing you then. Uh, that was all I had, and he sort of, he stands up, and uh, from next to the chair, uh, he pulls up, he pulls up his top hat and puts it back on top of his head, and he, um, you know, you show him out, and he, he leaves to go about his business for the rest of the day. Um, did Janar have any specific plans for today, or is Janar just kind of doing, um, um, Janara sort of wanted to do two things. Okay. Um, first, Janara wanted to um, sort of set up a mini training area. Like, she already has one, but with some of her new friends in mind, like, maybe add a few things. I don't know. I'll probably just tell Joyce what my plans are and, and have her come up with something. Okay, yeah, you, you sort of tell Joyce what, what kind of you're looking for, and she says, uh, okay, um, yeah, that should be possible. Your parents left behind a lot of, a lot of things. We could definitely, um, put together something like that. Um, are you going out for the day? Uh, uh I can work on it on, on my own, or, um, uh, it would obviously go quicker if, if we did it together, but if you've got other stuff, I'm happy to I am going out for the day, but no rush. You don't have to do it all today. Just, you know, if you have ideas, that would be great. Sounds good. All right. Uh, I'll see you later. Um, and then Janara wants to head towards the dock ward. She's not sure if she'll run into Bowman, but she sort of, she sort of like walks around there quite okay. a bit because it's close to sanctuary's tavern but she's never really scoped out that area too yeah. too much for other purposes so sure. i'm going to head in that direction and just sort of uh wear more modest clothing okay to just sort of blend in and and yeah sort of yeah. head where where bowman described he would be great um bowman uh 
did you have any intention on going back to the dock ward before uh, at any point during the day, or are you still hanging around waiting for Artemis's date time? <laughs> uh, Bowman made a promise to Rose to make sure Artemis went on that date, so Bowman will stay until Artemis is on the date and make sure that Artemis stays <laughs> on the date throughout the whole time. Very well. So, so uh, go ahead, Janara, make an investigation check for me. You okay. will not find Bowman, but you may, um, you may potentially find information that could be helpful. Oh, you give me another. <laughs> I'll find it after. It's fine. Oh, I got fourteen. Fourteen. Um. 14 is unfortunately not going to be good enough. Uh, uh, Bowman doesn't connect with a ton of people. Uh, so I feel like you would have had to roll fairly, you, you would have had to roll higher to, to sort of connect with people who might know more about where Bowman could be found. Um, so you, you sort of spend the day looking around there. I mean, you know, you've been in this part of town a lot, so you sort of yeah, you know, looking around, you know, it's kind of it's not great around here. Um, streets are unpaved. There's no electric lights in most places, um, and it's really, really cold because it's uh, it's winter. It's uh, so um, uh, yeah. It's it's sort of the people seem it's it's like particularly cold today. Um, so. I mean, the people out on the street all seem particularly like miserable and and sort of standoffish with with you, and you also don't like being outside in this weather for too terribly long and have to keep like retreating back to sanctuaries, uh, uh, sanctuaries place to like warm up a little bit before you continue right. to search. So you spend most of the day searching, but unfortunately, don't turn up any leads on where Bowman might be. Okay. That's fine. I'll probably just spend the rest of the day at Sanctuary's Tavern, Great. not doing anything of note, really, just usual Great. day there. Great. Awesome. Uh... This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Um, okay. Um, so, Octavia and Penny, do you think the two of you would be working together on your case today? Penny, no, from Penny's gonna work. Penny's definitely planning on going to work. Okay, so Penny, you, Penny, you go to work. Um, Octavia, what are you doing today then? So Octavia's 
I'm still gonna go to work, but not until later in the day so I can okay. get a good full rest in. Okay. Um, but I'm going to spend my day trying to get in contact with uh, Ovina Bloodkeep's people and see if I can try to set up a meeting. Okay. Uh, under yeah. the guise of I'm writing a human interest piece on her life and people would like to know about how she has become so successful. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, uh, so I guess the way we'll do this is go ahead and make me a persuasion check. I think this would be. Okay. Um, 16. Okay, 16. So yeah, you head down to the corporate offices and, and speak with uh, you know, the, the, as you enter the corporate office has like a, a pretty large, like lobby entry area, like way more ostentatious than it needs to be for a textile company. Um, but you go up to the, to the front desk, uh, uh at this place and you speak to the receptionist and sort of explain all of that. Um, and, and she says, uh, um, I, I, I don't know that I could. I don't know that you could meet her today, but I, I can have, um, I'll send a message up to the uh, marketing department and um, one of them can come down and, and speak with you, perhaps about setting up a time for that. Yes, that, that will do. Um, um, we would like the story to run pretty soon though, so. I, I, I understand. Um, give me one moment. And she, uh, she, you know, pulls out a piece of paper, writes a note on it, um, rolls it up, uh, uh, puts the piece of paper in a, in a, like a, a metal tube, and then goes to the wall behind her where you see a, like a row of metal tubes, and she presses a button, puts a tube in here, and the tube's gone. Sweet. Um, a moment la later, you hear noise um, coming from the tubes again, and uh, and she goes over and collects a new metal tube that has appeared, opens it up, uh, pulls out a little note. So. Um, someone will be down shortly. Uh, you're welcome to have um, to have a seat. And she gestures over sort of a little ways away. There's some like chairs pushed up against the wall where people uh, visiting the building can go sit. It's actually like a pretty far distance away from the reception desk because, again, this lobby is huge and way more ostentatious than it needs to be for a textile company. <laughs> okay. I don't want to go sit there. I would like to see, is there security guards standing anywhere? Sure. Yeah. Uh, you, you sort of look around there and make a, uh, make a perception check for me. The 13? 13. Uh, you notice, you do notice there, you know, there's a couple of security guards in here. They're dressed sort of in uh, in dark clothes, um, and, you know, there's, there are several doors, uh, uh, leading off of this, this main hall as well, this, you know, main reception hall, as well as, like, staircase, you know, sort of, like, flanking the reception desk are kind of, like, there's a staircase on each side, large staircase on each side that, like, go up to a, a balcony ringing the top of the reception lobby, and like just peeking up, you can see there's like door. You can see people moving about up there. Like those are there's offices and, and that sort of thing up at that level. Um, 
the guards, you look around, you know, you see, you know, you know, you see guard, a couple, a guard station at each staircase, probably just not to allow unauthorized personnel to go up to the second floor. And you see guards standing at a couple of the other doors, but you can't, you don't get a chance to really make out what, what those doorways lead to. Um, with, you know, you, you, you look around, you're like, mm, I can't really get a good check on what's going on with that area uh, without it being super obvious, but. Okay. Um, are any of these guards, like, young, sort of Octavia's age? Um, let's make a luck check. Um, you, let's say you, so you do want, want, want some, somebody to be, um, around your age? Yes. Okay. Um, let's say then, uh, uh 15 or higher, um, is going to be, uh, a good. Um, We got, it's just a straight roll. Just a straight roll. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, I got an eight. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, uh, most of the guards look um, to be a little bit older. Um, also, uh, uh, many of them um, do look like dwarves. Um, there are a handful of, of human guards, but most of the guards are dwarves. Okay. I am still going to go up to one of them. Let's say one of the humans. Okay. For the height thing, because Octavia's pretty tall. Sure. I don't want to intimidate the dwarves. Um, <laughs> Kit, uh, I would like to... Um, I'm gonna ask, so how long have you been working here? Uh, yeah, so you, you approach one of, the, one of the human guards will say, uh, this is a, a human man. Um, I would say, so you see probably, let's say you see six guards total, four of them are dwarves, and then there's a human man and a human woman, both about middle-aged. Uh, human man, uh, um, he's got sort of a steel, steel gray hair and a steel, uh, a, you know, walrus mustache, um, and he, he looks fairly, you know, he looks fairly fit for, for, a, a probably about 40 year old man, um, uh, so you go over to him, you ask that, and he says, uh, uh, <clears throat> been working here, uh, well, I don't, I don't work directly for, been working in this building for about 10 years. Well, that's, nice uh this is my first time in here i'm just trying to get like a lay of the land uh mm. i'm a reporter i uh I'm, I'm trying to do a story on uh miss miss Bloodkeefe. ah i see i see you ever met her in, in passing a couple times um you know we're a private security firm so i don't work for her directly but i know her in passing a couple times Um, so you're always just working in this building, though? Like, about private security, you might, like, move around a bit. A good persuasion check for me. Okay. Ooh, that's better. Non-natural 20. Very nice. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes move around to different buildings, but, uh, you know, I've been stationed in, in this one particularly for, for about the last 10 years. Um, you know, uh, the, the company sort of started moving in a, uh, in more of a, in more of a direction of, you know, each, each person that we subcontract out to really having the group of people working there being sort of specialists on that, on that location. Um, so, uh, uh, that, that changed over, you know, uh, a, a little over 10 years ago. And I've, I've mostly been working in this building for the last 10 years, unless there's, you know, little things here or there that need done elsewhere. Of course, that, that makes sense. It's probably easier to guard what you know. Yeah, no, that was the, that was the company's logic. And, uh, Seems to work. Seems to be working out so pretty well so far. So, okay. I'm sorry. I'm reading something. I'm no. trying to figure out if I can use this spell if it would actually help me. Are you gonna charm him? I was thinking about it. <laughs> charm the dilt. <laughs> um. Hey. I would like to attempt to use suggestions. Okay. Which is a wisdom saving throw. Sure. I'm going to say, you seem really smart. Would you be willing to like show me around maybe like what you do? uh, Like... Mm. How how do you, how do you actually surveil these people? Like it's so interesting to me. All right. Yes. So give me one minute here. This could only go well. Go <laughs> wrong. <laughs> um. Yes. So the fr- actually, I, I am going to need uh, one thing from you, and that is a sleight of hand check. To pull off casting the spell without getting caught casting a spell. Eleven. Um. So here, so here's the thing, Octavia. Most of your spells you cast using your camera. Yep. So you start holding up your camera as you're saying all of this to try to cast your spell, and he just holds out his hand and says, uh, no, no photographs of me, please, and, like, just pushes down the camera. Um, with that being said, uh, you are still welcome to make a, um, you're still welcome to make a persuasion check to just attempt to get him to do this of his own volition. We're going to try that. 16? 16, not bad. Let's see how charmed he is by you in the traditional sense, not the magical sense. <laughs> um, uh, well, you know, I probably shouldn't tell you too much, but you're a reporter, you seem... You, you, seem, you seem like, you know, you seem trustworthy enough. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, his job. Has he come across I mean, many you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I, I can't, I can't tell you, I obviously, I'm not going to tell you everything that we have going on in this building, but one thing that I think is pretty cool, a nice little, nice little security feature that we got here is, uh, 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 uh the, uh, Ovina Bloodkeep paid extra to have a special, uh, night security uh, come in. That night security being a troll that we release here in the lobby oh. at night. Isn't that dangerous? Not if you know how to handle a troll. And are you capable of handling trolls? I've heard horror stories of them mauling people. Uh, he he stretches and not so subtly flexes as he does so and says, "Yeah, I uh, I can handle a troll." That's 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 mighty impressive. I, I I myself have been trying to learn a little bit of fight just for self defense reasons. Uh, at this point, somebody <laughs> comes down the stairs. Uh, um, uh, this is a uh. uh uh, this is a dwarf woman uh, uh, coming down the stairs. Um, she she comes over to you. She's got um, blonde hair uh, pulled back in like a you know a, a very tight bun, wearing you know professional uh, business attire. Um, uh, she comes over to you and says, uh, "Hello, um, I am uh, Eridred uh, Bloodkeith." Um, I hear you would like to uh, arrange a meeting opportunity with the um, CEO of the company, correct? Yes, that is correct. All right. Uh, if you will just follow me this way up to my office, uh, and we can arrange a time to do so. Um, Excellent. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say to the, the guard as I leave, thank you so much for your time. It was lovely talking to you. <laughs> you're very welcome, miss. Um, as you're walking up, uh, uh, the person you're with says, uh, um, he wasn't bothering you, was he? Oh, no, not at all. Okay, very well. Um, uh, right this way. Uh, and she leaves you, um, up the stairs, um, and uh, a sort of uh, around one side of this sort of balcony overlooking the lobby um, and, and uh, opens a door to her office um, uh, and, and, and lets you in. Uh, it's, a, it's a very nice looking uh, uh, office. She's got, you know, a nice wood, a nice desk uh, um, with a name, name plaque um, at the front. Um, and she says, uh, can I offer you uh, anything to drink? Um, a water would be lovely. Thank there you. Go. And she, there's sort of like, you know, a shelving unit behind her desk and she, there's sort of a pit, a pitcher of water and she pours you a glass and uh, hands it to you. Um, uh, <laughs> so for context for people who are watching us on YouTube. Did we get him? We got him! We got him! The Zoom chat is absolutely going bonkers about this man. What is his name? I am really trying not to break 
His name's Brian. No! Yes! no! Brian! No! Why do you use my dad's name? Why did you I use mean, my dad's name? I did not intentionally use any dad's name. I've got a list of names next to it as the first one I saw. No! <laughs> oh my gosh. Name, name. All right, all right. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, at this point, you can see a nice screenshot of the chat log um, <laughs> to see some of the nonsense no. that my uh, my players were talking about. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <I'm> crying. <laughs> it's not gonna stop. Just so you know. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know. But boy, that was that was wild. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, you sat down with with this woman and have a conversation uh, with her about um, setting up uh, uh, when you can do the meeting. Um, Ovina's schedule is quite packed. Um, but, uh, uh, you, you are basically given two options. So the current date is the, um, the 17th of deep winter. Um, the only options this month are, um, the 22nd of deep winter, deep winter at, uh, at noon at lunchtime. And the twenty seventh of deep winter uh, at uh, four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. So uh, you can schedule a short interview with Ovina Bloodkeep on one of those two days, basically. Okay. Um. We'll set it up for the the noon appointment, the twenty second, because sooner is better. Um, I would also like to ask of this woman, so you're, I, I couldn't help but notice your last name is Bloodkeef too. How, how are you related to Ovina? Uh, distant cousin, distant cousin. Oh, okay. You got a it, lot of family working in, in the building? Uh, yes, uh, yes ma'am. Uh, we are a, a proud family business. Oh, yes. I work down at the, the, um, Waterdeep Times. My father's the head editor. Ah, excellent. Yes. Um, very excellent. Yes. Uh, I, I'm sure, um, uh, I'm sure Ovina, uh, uh, Miss Bloodkey, uh, looks, will look forward to the opportunity to have this interview with you. Okay. Um, could I, <sighs> I need to learn how to cast without using my camera. Okay, I'm going to ask her. Would you Would you be all right if I took your photo for the for the paper? You've been so helpful, and I'm, I'm sure we'd love to learn more about you. Make a persuasion check. Okay. Thirteen. Mm. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, "Perhaps uh, next time when when you come in to meet with." Miss um, Budke. All right. Well, if if you have any insights and uh, or if you'd like to give a 
us uh, some stories on your family. We'd be, be very happy to. I'd be very happy to talk to you as well, or any of your other family members for that matter. I will. We're, we're mostly interested in Ovina. I I understand. Um, if I think of anything that might be helpful for your story, um, I will send it down to the uh, Waterdeep Times. Uh, to what name am I sending any messages? Octavia Beret, please. Very well. Well, Miss Beret, um, unfortunately, I don't have a ton of time, but I, 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 uh, I will gladly walk you out. Um, and so she, she escorts you uh, uh, back downstairs uh, to the main doors of the building and says, um, we look forward to seeing you very soon. Thank you very much. Um, and you leave. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's all that Octavia will Great. do. She'll go, like, write everything she got down and... Great. Um, Penny, what were you up to today at work? Um, Penny's gonna get up, rush to work, and then see Octavia's not, be the, not there, and be like, I could have slept in. <laughs> um, and then, because she isn't there, she's gonna, she is interested in following up because so last time she was in the dock ward and she was interviewing people about the properties that were bought up mm -hmm. I, I can take i can go over there and take a look at some of the buildings that were bought out and see if i can like peek inside a little bit like just walking around them okay um yeah go ahead if that's what you're doing go ahead and make a stealth check for me. Now, what I will say is if you rushed to get to work on time in the morning, you would have accrued a level of exhaustion. Yeah. So you are going to be rolling your stealth check with disadvantage. Okay. But go ahead and roll for me. Uh, oh, that's 15. Oh, no, that fell. I literally just lost my dice. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, shoot. Oh, I found it. I understand. Okay. Um, so that last one was a five. Okay. Five. Um. Peeking in the windows and looking around. Right. I'm not trying to, like, get inside. No. Right. Right. Um, yeah, you are, uh, uh, yeah, you go to the, to the area where a lot of these buildings were, were bought up, and it's, it's eerie. There's, you know, there's no one like out on the street around here because nobody lives here anymore. Um, so you're kind of wandering around, um, not really in it. There's just no one to interact with. Um, but you're like, okay, I should be fine. So you go over to one of the buildings, you find a window, and you like you peek inside. Um, as you look at the building, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, you don't see much aside from aside from a single person who turns and locks eyes with you as soon as you look in the window. Um, what does Penny do? Um, what does the person look like? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, the person in question, um, strangely enough, kind of looks 
a little bit like Octavia. Oh, I hate that. An elven woman, long, dark hair. Uh, she is wearing um, uh, sort of a, a... She is, based on her long, pointed ears, she's full elven. Um, she's got long, dark hair uh, in, a, in a tight braid. Um, and she is wearing, um, like, leather, leather armor. Um, and she turns and looks and locks eyes with you. Um, what did you get on your perception check again? Eleven. Eleven? Okay, so she, that's basically what you get. She locks eyes with you. Um. Is the room that I see, is it just entirely, like, empty, or is there anything inside? You don't catch... And really, you don't really catch anything else aside from this person looking at you with similar facial features to Octavia um, as you lock eyes with her. Okay. Um, uh, and she does not look happy based on the expression on her face seeing you looking in through the window. I'm going to die. Um, um, I'm going to wave and say, can you help me? Real quick, do you have time to help me real quick? Yeah, you like knock on the window and you say those things. Make a deception check for me what? with disadvantage because you are exhausted. Oh no. Four. Uh, she sneers at you and you like try to get a quick look at the room real quick in this last moment. You can see, you see a handful of other people Um, looks like they're like making like alterations to the room like construction alterations to the room uh but before you can get a good look at any of that a wand comes out and <sighs> darkness you don't see anything in the window anymore okay never mind just go about i'll just go wander in the streets i guess thanks no that's that Okay. Um, great. Uh, 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 last but not least, we do have Bowman and Artemis. Bowman, you were waiting around to make sure that Artemis goes on his date um, that evening. Artemis, do you do anything really during the day um, uh, before... Before that time, okay. So, what is what would Artemis get up to during the day? Um, funnily, he also is going to go to the docks in search of someone who looks like Bowman. So, Bowman, you see Artemis leaving the hotel probably about mid morning because he slept in. Uh, oh yeah. What are Bowman? What do you what do you do at this point? You see Artemis just leaving the hotel. Uh, so as he leaves, I'm, I actually stop him and I go, so what are we doing to prepare for our date today? <laughs> oh my, you can't sneak up on me like that. You are not allowed to wear those boots. Sorry, they're very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they seem like a bit of a, an upgrade from your last ones. They seem to be well-loved. Yeah, they have no holes. Well, just besides putting my feet in. Um, yeah, those anyways. are normal, though, so. <laughs> anyways, uh, Rose is expecting you this evening, and you... Rose. Oh, yes. 
Yes, Lady Wilmington. Right. You did, you, Miss you Wilmington, didn't yes. forget, did you? Of course I didn't forget. You? Okay. What, where are you going now? Well, I was going to go find you, but here you are, sneaking yep. up on me. Yep. I do. Are we close enough to where Bowman spent the night that I might be able to, like, see it? Or so did I walk away? Bowman slept, like, behind the hotel. I figured, I, I kind of imagined that when he got up, he went around to, like, the street so that he could keep an eye on the door. Bowman also probably detached his hammocks to basically remove any evidence Boom. of him actually sleeping, so. That's smart. Artemis, not that smart. Right. <laughs> all right, well, since you're all here, that's nice. Um, I was, I have, do have a bit of business to attend to first. If you, why don't you come with me? Uh, I, well, I promised Rose that you would go on a date, so I have to make sure that you do it, so I have no other choice. Oh, now this will be fun. Yes, come on. <laughs> you and me, hitting the town. Mm. Right. Mm. Um, what so, is... my first step was I wanted to go and get a new outfit for this evening, but I will apparently be getting two. <laughs> I'm going to buy Bowman um, what I presume to be another pair of tails, trousers, <laughs> Top hat. <laughs> so you 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 go, go to, to your my favorite tailor. tailor. Yep, you go to your tailor and you uh, uh you. <laughs> uh, yes, you go to your tailor to to get to get these to get a, a nice set of clothes, a new a new set of clothes for yourself and and a set of clothes for um, Bowman. Uh, which would be for the the fancy clothes, uh, uh, a full set. It's going to be um. It's usually like twenty GP. Yeah. Uh, uh, clothes fine. That's what we're looking for. Uh, two sets of clothes. You're not getting. You're not getting any special. Um, alterations to this, are you? Aside from just uh, nice clothes. So each set is going to, is 15 talents. So it'll be a total of 30 talents, which is basically... Can I to sweet talk my favorite tailor? Make a persuasion like, I'm looking to, to make sure that this, uh, my, my new friend here, uh, Mr. Bowman. It's um, just new Bowman. to town. Just Bowman. Oh, Bowman Bowman. Um, his mother was very simple. Um, is new to town and uh, coming under my wing and needs to wear some of the finest. I thought, well, well, that's what I go, except here. This is solely for camouflage, so I don't get, you know, sore thumb, you know. <sighs> that's what you have to tell yourself. Uh, persuasion? Yes. 19. 19. Very good. Uh, Ah, well, uh, Master Brightshield, you've been very consistent in your business here. Um, I, as a favor to you, I'll, I'll, I'll provide a suit for, for your friend here for, uh, for no additional cost. Uh, one time deal. Oh. One time deal. Now that is 
too much. You are too, too kind. I'm going to tip him a little extra this time. Great. Great. So uh, it's 30 or uh, 15 each, you said? 15 each, but the price of one has been taken away. So 15 talents for just the I'll one throw outfit. Him, I'll throw him 20. Great. You're too kind, Master Redshield. Um, and then well, he, I take care of my own. Uh, he goes about preparing a, a, a suit for Bowman and a suit for Artemis, which takes quite a bit of time because he has to custom tailor two suits with tails. Um, ha, Artemis, what does your newest addition to your wardrobe look like? Uh, this one is going to be a crushed green velvet. Mm. Um, all nice, not nice forest green. Um, yeah, I already have the, a nice gold brocade vest that I want to wear with it. Something nice to mark the occasion. And I'll pick up some, um, some nice, uh, lilies on a vendor on my way to, oh, I need to decide where this is going to happen. Is there a good, is there like a upper side of moderate, um, restaurant? That I know. Yeah, you would definitely know of, of quite a few restaurants. Before before we get to that, what does Bowman's suit look like, Bowman? Uh, it it has to be a nice suit because that is what Artemis is acquiring for you. But uh, it it does okay. I will uh, uh, I will ask Artemis. Does is does Bowman have a choice of what he's looking like? Because Artemis is paying for it. That's a good question. Within reason. If I if I think um, if, if Artemis thinks what you are picking out is too drab and boring, he'll override. But like, no, no, pick up all these different fabrics. He um he has them all. It's fantastic. Is 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 this a, a rental or is this for keeps? No, this is yours. It's something you this way you can pull it out when you when you find your own um Rose, mm. then you can, or, or Ross. That, that, that garden has withered away many a years ago. Um, oh. I, 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 Bowman <clears throat> turns to Taylor and says, I just, a black suit, but on the inside, on the left side, coat, front pocket, can you embroider a purple dragon? A little Cormerian pride, I see, sir. Very well. Um, he begins preparing the suit for you. Cormerian? You didn't have to do that for me. I do nothing. I owe you nothing. What? We're, we've got a... That's just for you, then. We'll just... How long is this gonna take? It Luckily, takes a while. Luckily, I have other errands to run. Come along. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, while he, you know, he takes your measurements, and then while he's preparing the actual suits, uh, you go off to run the rest of your errands. Uh, you go to a flower shop to buy some flowers um, with the intention I, of buying. I'm going to send word to the Wilmington house that I will be there at 7.30 to okay. pick up Miss Wilmington. Great. 
uh, yes, listening. you 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 um, send a message via courier. Um, the uh, uh, yes, you go to a flower shop, buy some flowers. Um, we will say they're very. It's very cheap to buy roses. Buy roses. Um. He already said he's buying lilies. No, that's not her yeah, name. Lilies. That's that's Bowman's thing with her. Um. Uh, yeah, pick up some uh, flowers. Great. Bowman buys buys one rose. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I will say the bouquet of flowers. Um. Uh, ran you where Ar- ran you Artemis um we'll say uh one shard which is a silver piece on d d beyond and Bowman mm-hmm. the single um the single rose will cost you uh one bit which is the equivalent of one copper piece so shards and bits um Great. um then I want to take Bowman with me and um say, look, um, you can kind of see what I do about town while I'm in town. Um, I need to get Brightfield wines to sell a little bit more. And the best part is we get to go around to the bars and drink it with them and convince them, well, to just drink it because it does the rest by itself. You in? Well, not that you have noticed this, but I'm very intimidating. I can probably help you out with your, your sales. Great. Excellent. Artemis and Bowman, on the clock. All right, let's hit the first one. Um, we're going to go around to bar. Great. Yes. So, oh, Matt Froze. Right to bar to bar, oh, um, promoting Bright Show. Nope. Okay, yes. So so you travel around to, to several bars. You froze for a little bit, but you're back. I got the gist cool. of it. Uh, yeah, you go around to a bunch of bars um, promoting Bright Shield Vintage uh, with Bowman's help. Um, and uh, we'll take that into account when I roll to see at the end of the 10-day how much the uh, sales improved. Um, and that will, of course, determine if Artemis's uh, uh, allowance has been restored. Um, so... Uh, uh, you do that, um, and then uh, as for selecting a restaurant to go to, you you do know a good restaurant, um, and so you'll plan you plan on taking uh, um, Goldilocks uh, or Rose out to the Silver Dolphin. Um, Silver Dolphin, which is a, a very nice, um, very nice uh, 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 restaurant, sort of located over uh, in Castle Ward, overlooking the. Um, overlooking the sea. So, do they sell Bright Shield Vintage? Yes. Oh, great. <laughs> um, Let yes. me just order my own wine. Oh my God. Uh, so, um, listen, he thinks that's a good move <laughs> because uh, there is no wine that's better. So, why would he drink Swill? Fair enough. Um, you re- retrieve your suits, change into your suits. Bowman, Bowman. you look incredible. But how does Bowman feel about being in a suit? Uh, tight. Very yeah. tight. Listen, you're fashion forward. I want to talk about my tight pants. Now you have some of your own. I 
will not be wearing these longer than today. We'll see about that. I bet we can find an opportunity where you and I can be twinsies again. <laughs> Let's just go pick up Rose. All right. Um, Wait, us. Do you think I'm going to let you just not walk her over to the restaurant by yourself? <laughs> Listen, if you absolutely must, <laughs> for whatever reason, like, shadow me, hang back, see if, I mean, I'll probably notice you. I'm very perceptive. Someone like you, I would notice following. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. But, um, like, this is just, this is my thing. And I need to handle it. Okay. Get a table nearby. Do you want me to call? Like, I can get another table. I'll do that. I'll get another table. Um, I, I, and I'll just, we'll sit you there because you'll blend in now. I'll be outside of the restaurant. Just sit there. Just on All a right. bench. Don't worry about that. All right. Well, listen, after I'm done, don't run away. Um, you clearly, wow, you know where I stay. So... Swing by after if you want another drink or just, you know, to hang out or be friends. Enjoy you your do that. date, Artemis. Wait, just let me. All right, all right. I'll see you later. Um, with that, you go to uh, pick up um, Rose slash Goldilocks. Uh, uh, are you... Renting a carriage? Are you planning on taking trolleys? Are you just planning on walking? What's the... Oh, God. Ooh. Um... <laughs> what? Matt himself is not rich as hell? Um... <laughs> Let's do... I will rent a carriage. Okay. And we'll, we'll, we'll basically loop the costs for the evening together in one sum at the end. So... We won't worry about deducting it now. Hope broke. If it's more money than you have in your account, then you will just owe people money. But um, great. With that, you uh, you go. Um, you arrive at on time uh, at the Wilmington Manor. You see, um, Mister Wilmington sees his daughter to the front door. He doesn't go down to the gate where you were waiting for her. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, um, you see Mr. Wilmington and, and Goldilocks Wilmington exchange a few words. You don't make a, actually make a perception check for me. Oh, I would, I would greet, uh, Mr. Wilmington. Oh, so you stride up to, to, yeah. to go, to go meet them, but Agreed. make a perception check as you go to hear what they're saying. Receive. Ooh, not the best. Um, gotta get to my perception. My perception is uh, nine. Nine. Not very good. Um, so you only catch one thing as you get real close from Goldilocks, which is, Father, I'm an adult. Um, and then uh, Mr. Wilmington um, uh, uh, turns as you approach and says, <clears throat> So, you're the gentleman taking my daughter out for the evening? Mr. Wilmington, yes. So kind to meet you. I'm Artemis Brightshield. Shake his hand. Yep, you shake hands. Uh, very firm handshake. Indeed. Thank you so much for 
lending your data to me for the evening. We ran into each other the other, the other night and had some more things to catch up on. Yes, well, seems you've been in my house before now anyway, so. Ooh, in <laughs> can I inside check to see if he sure. means from make, yeah, make the an night insight, before? Make an insight or... check. Make an insight check. Oh God, natural one. Uh, you have no clue. I mean, you did sleep with his daughter in his house, but also you robbed his house last night. Mm, hard so to say. hard to say. Hard to say. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just uh, Artemis will just let that one slide. You know. All right. Well, um, you have my word, sir. Uh, she'll be back at. Oh God! What's a reasonable time to be for her for her to be back uh, by? You say you say she'll be back by, and you hesitate. And she says, "I'll be back when I'm back." Good night. By me. the time she decides, of course. Uh, Mr. That, she turns and starts walking down uh, the uh, front path to the carriage, uh, and you like, and you hurry after her. Um, you look. You all load up in. Uh, the carriage and um, go uh, uh, make your way to the Silver Dolphin. Uh, Goldilocks is quiet on the ride over. Yep. Um, General small talk, just telling her where we're going. It's a pretty decent restaurant. It serves my wine. Yes. Um, actually, Artemis, uh, as this is as you're getting close to the re to the restaurant. Look, to be honest with you, I just want to have a meal and a conversation with you. Because clearly there was a misunderstanding the last time we met and I'd like to clear it up. Yes, that was a very unfortunate time for my internet to have a hiccup. If we did not fully understand what, what the DM just said. Uh, she says, um, actually, Artemis, I just want to have a meal and a conversation with you. Last time, we... Yes. When, when we met, there was clearly a misunderstanding. And I would like to clear that misunderstanding up. I'm glad we're, we seem to be on the same page for... Mm -hmm this evening. Uh, you arrive at the restaurant and are taken to your table where you made your reservation. Um, and you order your food and, and wine and, and that sort of thing all comes to the table. Um, at what point would you have given her the flowers or have you not given her the flowers yet? Well, it was going to be at the door, but she ran away. So probably in the carriage. Right. Yes. Yeah, so you handed her the flowers in the carriage. She said, thank you. Um, Uh, she's relatively quiet at first as, as you're just, uh, sitting there, um, eating for a little bit. Um, does Artemis try to break the silence or are you going to let yeah, her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. so, there are a handful of things that I owe you an apology for on many different levels. Um, 
The first is seeing you uh, last evening. That was unfortunate. Um, a bit of business, as as we discussed, you know, wrapped up your your father with things we don't necessarily need to discuss, you know. What exactly are you involved in, Artemis? And she sort of leans forward. Honestly, I wish I fucking knew. I wish I knew. Um, there was a, and he's gonna like straight up come clean to her. Like there was a man when I first gone to town. Uh, soon after we uh, met, actually, a man uh, by the name of Andre. He was telling me he didn't have much, and he took care of a lot of people that didn't have much. And as I've been traveling and getting to know the real world, not just the stuff that that is presented to, to you or I, um, I realized I could do something. So I helped out and that help required a favor. So I needed to pay that back. Is there anyone listening to us? Make a perception check. We're, I mean, I assume you're speaking relatively quietly, but go ahead and make a perception yeah. check. Yeah. Oh, man, rolling like, not good. Um, 11. Not as far as you know. Great. So, um, I don't remember fully all the details because everyone talks really quickly and there's a lot of things. Politics here is like absolute crap. Um, but it doesn't seem to be very good, but I don't, there's a chance nothing will, nothing will come of it. So I ask that you and your family to the best of it aren't put in the way of whatever might, may or may not happen. I appreciate that, Artemis. Um, thank you for the apology for, for that. Cool. Well, that's apology number one, um, because there's another one that's needed. I, um... Oh, you and I were, victim, were victims of very unfortunate timing and circumstance. I wasn't exactly having a good time. I, a bit ago, I learned that my, my father was uh, murdered and we didn't really leave things on the best terms. And I kind of put two and two together and despite all of his commanding and domineering restrictions on my life, which I feel that you might resonate with, is my father, his family, and there's a chance another of my family had something to do with why he's no longer with us. So I wasn't in a very good place and I lost control. Doesn't justify it. I'm not perfect, 
And so I'm, I'm very close to perfect, but um, not then. And so when you woke up in the morning from an evening of drunken revelry with a woman you didn't recognize, you split. You have a lot of cats. <laughs> and that seemed... I, I got overwhelmed and knew that mistakes were made and thought that by ignoring it and running away, I'd never have to deal with it again. Because I, well, it's worked before, right? So. Well, I appreciate the apology and I'm sorry about your father. Um, that must've been hard. Um, I probably owe you an apology as well, to be completely honest with you. Um, I also don't have the best relationship with my family. You know, we, my father and mother, who I honestly don't even think love each other, uh, don't know if they love me, but have always been, my parents have always been very ambitious, um, sought to move above our station constantly, and because of that, as their only child, I have become an important piece in making sure they can move continually upward and it's been stifling i don't have much freedom and my parents are constantly setting me up with suitors who are dull and uninteresting and often 20 years or more my senior and all for trying to arrange political alliances, trying to arrange economic alliances, opportunities for my parents to continue to climb the social ladder. And I don't know, the only experience I ever really had with much beyond the doors of my parents' house or the places that they took me were books and I don't know one of the few nights I managed to get away on my own the night I met you you it's going to sound stupid um you reminded me of all the best characters from some of my favorite books that's quite a compliment um, thank you you, I realize now, probably drunk, but spoke long about, you know, the many places you traveled and the things you've done. And I don't know, I, that's the life I wanted to have. I wanted to go out into the world and see things and 
have new experiences and I don't know. I just, I, You're I couldn't know by your family. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I very quickly um, became spitten with you and, um, you know, so when, when we went home together and when I woke up in the morning and you were still asleep, actually, when I woke up, I was just excited and, um, you know, uh, uh, I don't, I'm sure it was maybe a bit of a fog for you being as hungover as you were likely. I'm actually pretty good at handling my alcohol, but um, well, it was confusing. Yes. Well, I haven't really gotten swept away like that in a long time. Yes. Well, regardless, I, you know, I stepped out of the room and when I came back, you weren't there and, you know, it hurt at first and then <laughs> you were already like a character from a story, so I thought maybe you'd been pulled away by something. It hadn't been your choice, and I don't know, I constructed more story to fill the void. I just, I didn't have much of anything else, and I put too many, I put too much into a single night of meeting a person. That's not, and I put too much expectations on that. And, you know, I, I realized in real time, as I caught you breaking into my house. You're really good with a gun, by the way, <laughs> like very intimidating. Thank you. I realized in real time that perhaps uh, it was the idea of you that I had fallen for and not you, you. So I apologize for putting all those expectations on you. I've been having expectations placed on me since day one of my life. It's nothing I'm not accustomed to and I still don't handle it very well. In fact, I think, I think I actively attempt to flaunt them. So, to saying screw expectations then. Cheers to that, Artemis. Um, and you clink your glasses and enjoy your meal and, and your drink. Uh, it gets a little easier to converse after that. Um, at one point in the evening, you know, uh, it's towards the end of dinner and, uh, Goldilocks just sort of sighs and says, I just want to get out of there. I get out of my parents' house, but I don't know how. And I, I wish I had a way out. I'm not, sorry, I, It's just hard. I know. 
You can't exactly, unless you really want to. I started a tavern to get out of my family, and but it didn't really end well. But I met a lot of people. Well. So maybe meeting more people, and some of them are going to be absolute shitbags, like me. <laughs> but most of them are actually pretty interesting. Especially the people that aren't like you and me. They seem to have a little more grasp on... I don't know. I don't know yet, but there's something. So for, for what I know now, I, that's what I recommend. As for your father, you don't have a brother, so um, he's not gonna kill him. I don't recommend um, trying to get rid of him. It really doesn't go well down the line. I will keep that in mind. Thank you very much. <laughs> not hard to forget that one. Sure. Um, and with that, the evening comes to a close. You escort her back home. Um, you part on good terms. Mm -hmm. If you ever do need anything, um, I tell her where I'm staying. It's not permanent. It's not home. Thank you. Um, she seems genuinely moved by that. She says, thank you. I, I appreciate that, Artemis. Um, and she holds out a hand to shake your hand. Friends? I'm gonna, absolutely, like, handshake, kiss on the hand, the cordial, gentlemanly bow. We're in front of her father again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, her father, as the performance is up, her back father, on. her father yeah. came outside and she, when you go to kiss the hand, she gives you a look and then she glances over her shoulders like, um, kiss the hand. Escort her all the way to the door. Shake the shake his hand again. Because mm -hmm. yeah. fucking society's rules. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you return back to the hotel for the evening. Mm -hmm. Keeping an eye out for Bowman. Bowman. Uh, what? So did you just wait outside the whole time? Like, what was the? What was Bowman I, I, to? I basically tailed the carriage. I waited outside the restaurant, and then I followed back the carriage the entire mm -hmm. time. Uh, as soon as the doors close, I, I make myself, you know, whew, here I yeah. am. Jeez. Um, oh. How'd it go? How'd the, how'd the date go? It's excellent. I'm oh. an incredibly charming motherfucker, as you know. So. Yeah. We're the best of friends now. Don't worry about it. How was, how was she? Fantastic. Lovely. A diamond in the rough, truly. She said that she felt trapped in this house. And she, as he looks at the house, how is she? She could be better. Um, families are hard. Mm. You know? Well, you held up your end of the bargain. Good night, Artemis. Oh, wait, 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 Bowman, Bowman. If, um, 
I don't want to say something that's going to make you put a crowbar through my nose, um, but... Well, I have these fancy clothes. I have nowhere to put a crowbar. But you, I still have two fists, so be aware yeah. of that. There's a... I just... I've slept on the couch in my room, and it's very comfortable. I had fun today, and I hope, um, maybe when we're not working, we bump into each other. Mm. You earned my respect tonight, Artemis. That's yeah, I dragged you through a lot of shit that you hate. <laughs> I literally sleep in the worst of places every night by choice. You are in my respect. If you see me, you can approach me and address me by name. And I will talk friendly to you because I consider you a, a nice acquaintance at this point. Uh, and 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 Bowman takes out the rose he actually bought at the flower shop before, and leaves it at the front of the 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 manor, out front. I hope that that little bird gets free from her cage eventually. Oh, out front of uh, the Wilmington Manor. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Good night, Mr. Bowman. Just Bowman. <laughs> sure. Good night, Artemis. With that, <laughs> with that, the two of you part <laughs> for the evening and head back to your respective resting places. And with that, we'll call it a night. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Uh, I We went real long this time, but it was very good stuff, and I didn't want to uh, cut any of it off. But um, if you, uh, uh, as always, uh, you know, let us know you liked, the, liked this episode. Um, let us know in the comments or on social media what your favorite part of this episode was, um, and um, we'll see you next week. Have a good night, everybody. Also, let us know how, what a good video camera would be for Zoom. <laughs> this is a Navy shirt. <laughs> the legend of the Navy shirt that was This purple, is Navy. And that's what we'll end on. Good night, Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.